I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Folks, wow, we're here again. <laughs> is this the fifth annual? This is the fifth. The fifth annual Raddies. Wow. Presented, as always, not as always, as in the past couple years, whenever, in two parts. This is part one of the Radish Podcast annual I think it's Radish. always been two parts. Well, it's been, it's been three parts sometimes. Oh, my really God. Bad. We really so thought much. that people wanted to listen to three Raddies. Eesh. No, we just had three weeks to fill and we had nothing else to. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. December is a light month. Yeah. Not really. Avatar 2 is coming out this Friday and that yeah. oh ruined everything we're about to talk about. <laughs> Falling for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to Radish, the uh, show. Forgot the tagline. Wow. It's been a long year. <laughs> we're bringing you the good stuff and only the good stuff. Every week, and this week, and next week, we're bringing you the best stuff of the year in the form of the Raddies. Tonight, this week, we're talking about our favorite TV shows, movies, and albums Mm. that were released in 2022 or 2021 with a good enough argument. Uh, I'm... If they could be released next week, if you want to talk about No, I'm saying, what are we talking oh. about next week's episode? I don't give a shit about what comes up tomorrow. I might die. My, my ratty is preemptively for Avatar The Way of the Water. <laughs> In all uh, categories. Uh, and part two, we'll be bringing you our favorite video games, anime, uh, our host choice category, Ooh. as well as our Discord uh, ratty's rewards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody That'll go to indiesaurus.com slash discord. Where there's going to be a survey and uh, post your favorites in there. We'll read out your favorites live on the air uh, <laughs> on next week's episode. When I on next it. week's episode, <laughs> which we're recording in an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> it'll, it'll sound live on the air, don't Yeah, it will. <laughs> I'll hold up today's newspaper. <laughs> I'm your host for this uh, part of the Raddies, um, Sean, without a superlative once again. Yeah, this is a timeless yeah. episode. Maybe we go into 2023 and I don't have any more superlatives. Maybe the album thing's done and willing. Then, <laughs> and maybe we go back to Sean Classic. Mm-hmm. I just I, I can't figure out a goddamn thing. We'll see. Yeah, Sean's got movies, TVs, and music. He got me next week for video games and anime. Basically, the Indoor Kid Awards. <laughs> hey, you guys want to order Dominoes? <laughs> I will. Yeah. We all get our own Mountain Dews. Um, and I'm Tyler, and Sean, I think the new tagline to Radish should be Radish. We're changing the hierarchy of the DC universe because Black <laughs> Adam couldn't do it. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> it's it's James Gunn, honestly, but man. Yeah. Black Black Shazam 2 coming out with his weird child army. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> oh, Shazam 2 is coming out, isn't it? Damn. I didn't know Shazam 1 come out. <laughs> They're copying Thor with the I child watched- army. I went Everyone's and saw the first Coney. Shazam uh, in <laughs> God damn. I saw the Sorry, first Shazam in theater. I was like, oh yeah, ha, ha, ha. Oh wait. And like <laughs> it still remains to this day the only move like superhero movie for me to react as, oh, that's cute. Which one? Shazam. Oh. It was just like, ah, oh, cute. It was released was me in-, in the summertime when it would very clearly should have been released yeah, at Christmas, Christmas time. It's a Christmas movie. It was released in, in 2020. April 2019. That I got no excuse to not see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't. 
What's his name has been to every single Dragon Con since then, riding on the coattails of this. No, he's he's Chuck. Yeah, yeah, Zachary Levi. He's got you know he's got some clout. Some yeah, clout. you got to have a, a TV, a, a syndicated TV program to, to go to cons. Yeah, that's fair. Movie stars need not apply. If you've been on, <laughs> if you've been on Stargate SG One, you're in, baby. Yeah, <laughs> he's been in so many TV shows. Zachary Levi, please come on the show. You seem like a fun guy. And he's in Thor. He's in Thor. He is. He's one of the. He's oh, he's one of the Thor's friends. Yeah, yeah. It gets <laughs> he's kind the of there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I think he wears a terrible wig. Yeah. Uh, what's the good news this month year? Uh, we doing good news? No, we're not doing. We're good not, news. I don't have any. Twenty twenty two was a f- no good news this year. Hell of a year, man. Okay, uh, fine. There's no <laughs> good news this year. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Raddy's had twenty twenty two had some great news, um, uh, and had some awful news. Um, Queen's NFTs dead. finally that crashed. One, yep, <laughs> my predictions and Interpol never came and arrested me, so we're all good. Uh, Prince Charles, let's give a date. Da, 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 da. I have it in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a bass guitar this year, and you're saying there was no good news. I can't believe that's true. Yeah, well, got a oh, for two in person. I got engaged this year, which I'm very excited about. That's no, no one good. cared. I got a bass guitar on Black yeah. Friday. <laughs> I got four I don't, strings. I don't got a bass oh. guitar or a wife. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> the feeling with no wife or bass guitar. Uh, Prince or King Charles the Third, March twenty second, twenty thirty four. Keep an eye out. Twenty thirty four. Yeah, I'm giving twenty thirty four. Yeah, I'm giving him God twelve damn. years. You got twelve years, bro. Looking like that. Right. <laughs> Please, he's his like mother to give him an earlier date. If his mother had the medical team she had, I imagine he's inherited it, and so you know, twenty thirty four, he may surpass. Damn, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it to twenty thirty four. We'll see. He's seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty six is not that old. Yeah. The queen was his mom. He looks like he's a million. (laughs) (laughs) How old was she? I think she made it to like 98. How is she? How is this guy married to Princess Diana who looks 25? (laughs) I guess she's dead. Well, I have some some news about where Diana is right now. (laughs) I guess he kept getting older and she stayed the same age, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh boy! Well, for the first See, ratty uh-huh. category this year, we have uh, most beloved British royal who has been dead since 1997. <laughs> it's not the one you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh, driver. Spencer was that. <laughs> Did I tell y'all when I went to when I went to Paris this year? We like drove under the bridge, and my mom very casually was just like, "Oh, and this is where Diana died." And we were like, mm. "What?" <laughs> flashes off yeah <laughs> there's, a whole memori- there's a whole memorial on top of the bridge like right before like you know if you're walking the sidewalk or over the bridge there's a memorial that was i think originally a world war ii memorial but then you know de facto turned into a diana memorial and there's still photos you can't of do that <laughs> no. they did you know it's the people i guess just fuck never all mind world war II guys <laughs> well, what I, I took a picture of the memorial and i thought this seems wrong <laughs> this seems against the it kind of goes against the whole thing. I would post up and play Under the Bridge by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers all day. Just <laughs> Make people think. If I was, yeah. if I was mm. busking, yeah. busking for those Diana Memorial dollars. <laughs> it was really popular in uh, France right now. 
What are Dang, we doing? <laughs> Red or chili pepper. I can't do it. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the first category this year of the oh. 2022 Raddies. We are uh we have reached our favorite TV shows of the year. Oh. Now, I want to, you know, mention if we all have the same TV show, which I don't know if we will, but if we do, feel free to bring know. up your runner up cuz I know th- especially this episode, I have a lot of like near ties of like favorite TV shows, albums and movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to talk about both, but yeah, the the favorite TV show, a lot of good TV came out this year. It did. It's many different streaming services. Yeah, Tiger it's, King 2. Oh. That that's true. And forgot uh, about that. <laughs> so many TV services that D, uh, Disney is is literally just like flipping out and replaced its CEO. Got uh, what's his name back? Bob Iger. Iger, that's right. I, they got Iger back. Got yeah. rid of Chapek. So who wants to go first? Who wants to give out the first ratty for the favorite TV show of the year? I'll go. So the it's it's the Raddies 2022. But you know what? Our names on the awards. We can make up the rules if we want to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a show that was airing at this time last year. So did not did not get um, recognized in last year's Raddies. Also, I watched it fairly recently. So uh, it's new to me. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I'm giving mine to Arcane. Uh, so we talked right. about beforehand. It just won the Game Award too for best adaptation. So I'm gonna say it counts. Okay. Um, it's if Bill both, Clinton's uh, okay with it. Then <laughs> okay. With it. Don't spoil our special guest, Tyler. Sorry, we're giving him an award later. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a testament to how good the show is or how little TV I watch this year. That's my ready. <laughs> but it was that or She-Hulk or Stranger Things 4. The three TV uh, shows I watched this year. Uh, and But Arcane was better than all of those by a lot. It's it's a really good show. Uh, I, if I would recommend it to anyone who's interested in like future fantasy stuff or just like a good animated program. It is animated. It's not in the anime category because it's... A French production for uh, it's basically Code Lyoko. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, in many ways, it's the spiritual successor to Code Lyoko. Um, uh, but yeah, if that, I can't really say a whole lot that I haven't said on the episode about it, but it's the, the most fun I had watching a TV show all, all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful to look at, great performances. Uh, it's got Imagine Dragons, despite everything. <laughs> it's still good. <laughs> Damn. Despite everything, it's still it's got to be that good if it's getting a, a ratty. Despite Imagine Dragons, yeah. massive handicap, and it's still it's still <laughs> coming in on top. Nice. So you said ten episodes, around forty-five minutes piece. Uh, nine episodes, I think. It's divided nine into three episodes. Acts. Okay, okay, that's doable. What's the game it's based on again? League of Legends. That's right. I've never played and League of Legends. You do not have to. It's based okay. on like League of Legends doesn't have a story. It's just yeah. like. A MOBA, and then sure. this is not even based on like the main, the quote unquote main characters in the League of Legends lore. This is like tertiary oh. stuff. Oh, okay. very cool. Okay, so yeah. Well, congratulations to uh, congratulations to Arcane. I'll, yeah, I still need to watch it. I'm excited to now. That decided mm-hmm. it for me. Uh, <laughs> I also have a nine episode, forty minute length show to award my best TV show to. Uh oh. Um, and you know it later in the year it really it came down to it it was tough you know one of my my favorite fantasy series got a new adaptation and it was done so right and so well for the first time in many years but this is the show that excited me it interested me and it's something so different and wholly original i've got to give it to severance 
Mm. Oh, it's the one show that you know people are like. I don't want to do Apple TV Plus. Like the people who are like, no, Ted Lasso. I'm not really convinced by it. Whatever. Which fair, you know, Ted Lasso did just die in Qatar, so no Siri. Severance is the most interesting and like thrilling sci-fi show I have seen in so many years. Um, of course, you know rundown of the plot it's just it presents a world in which you know you can work for this specific division of this large corporation but what you have elected to do in which case this is uh, adam scott playing mark he you elect to separate the consciousness between your above world self like your out of work self Mm -hmm. and your at work self and he works with a team of other severed people who are all, you know, trying to figure themselves out as like separate from their outer world identities. It is done so well. It is every week. I remember uh, producer Peyton and I were just like, we got to see what's going to go on. We got to see like what develops because they introduce this world with this corporation that is mysterious and they explore the grounds and the campus and they also try to like get messages out to their outer selves their outies as they call them it was an extremely just yeah (laughs) um (laughs) they did they they called their outies and their innies um and it was very i don't know naval based yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was uh just fascinating to watch. It felt like reading like a really good, like, you know, George Saunders or just like a short story. And I'm excited to say with the, the cliffhanger they left on season one, season two is coming next year. Uh, nice. But Adam Scott puts in a great performance. Like everyone involved, Adam Scott, John Turturro, Zach Cherry, who's a name I imagine you don't recognize, but no. if you see him, you'll be like, Oh, I know that guy. Um, and Britt Lauer, who is fantastic oh. as Helly. Um, it's, you know, episodes were directed by Ben Stiller. It's, it's just a fantastic, really. The Zoolander man? (laughs) The Zoolander man himself. Christopher Walken. Like, it's just, I don't know if either of y'all have Apple TV plus or access to it, but I would encourage you just to like throw on the first episode. It's probably one of the best pilots I've seen. It is the best pilot I've seen all year to like really get you like, all right, I gotta see more. Um, Who wrote the show? Isn't it? It is like a no. It's written and created by Dan Erickson, among others, um, and this appears to be his first credited show. Oh, never mind that. The Gates Wing? Yeah. It's uh, just a truly fascinating show. If you like, you know, like I said, like somewhat detached sci-fi world building and just excellent characters. I forgot to mention Patricia Arquette. She's wonderful. Mm. Um, How could you forget her? It's just a really great show. Um, And of course, runner-up, House of the Dragon. It fucking whipped. I talked about it so much on the show. Uh, it, even if you weren't a fan of Game of Thrones back in the day, watch House of the Dragon. It'll get you into the world. It's wonderful. Mm. Congratulations to Severance on your Ratty Ward, which I think we've determined middle in the past. House of the Dragon. Yeah, big, big middle finger. And yeah, Sean's not getting any promo material from them anytime soon. Mm. Um, but the Ratty is a trash can with a like a like a rad- a, a radish and a possum sticking their head out. So mm-hmm. congrats to them. There's a bite out of the radish and the possum was wearing sunglasses, you, but I don't have to say that. You know that. No, yeah. Everybody knows this. Um, the most coveted award that's out there. My show that I'm giving it to this year is the rehearsal. Um, on oh, HBO, Nathan oh, Fielder. Absolutely. No other show. Have I looked forward to every single week watching it the night that it was released as well as no other show has made me physically recoil and shiv- like just shrivel up <laughs> as this show has. Uh, whoever decided that it would be a good idea to give Nathan Fielder this much money 
should be made president of Warner Bros. Discovery. I think Reddit has found that it's like millions. Like Nathan's been given millions to do this show. The absolute scales of Mentz recreating a bar one to one in a studio, um, as well as and moving it, and then moving it, and then li- living an entire child's life from birth to eighteen in a span of weeks. Uh, the scale of this is immense, and it's hilarious. The original concept of the show of being able to rehearse a stressful situation thousands of times um, to come up with the best result was already a fantastic concept for the show. But the fact that it morphed into something so completely different, so just completely inward facing, uh, was just amazing to watch. Uh, he also gets the USA Network Award for real life characters of the show that they pulled out of the ether. Um, you got Angela, you got fake Angela, you got the child that grew emotionally attached to Nathan, you got the teen actor that played troubled Adam, you got uh, Robin, the guy who crashed his Scion TC uh, going over 100 miles per hour. All of these people that they were just able to find, amazing. Um, I don't know like how in on it the people were, I'm sure more people were in on it than others. Uh, and there's certainly a lot of very morally questionable parts in this series, especially if we are going to assume that everything that's being presented to us is 100% true. But just the sheer genius of this show has just caused me to be like, I don't care. I don't care about the backlash that I get for being a fan for this. It is so fucking good. And Nathan Fielder is like an evil villain that I just love to watch whatever he does. So um, giving the uh, ratty to the rehearsal. Yeah, with with Nathan for you, you could kind of argue like, ah, oh, he's... He's kind of putting the egg on his own face when he when he ruins a business. Yeah. With the rehearsal, like he ruined that kid's life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, honestly. Um, he was young enough. I he's probably gonna go to therapy, but like Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like you know, Coastal Times here. Rehearsal was in my third spot. Absolutely. This is mm-hmm. a, a, a TV show like no other. And God, what an experience it was to watch it week to week. Yeah. Truly, truly. Runner ups I got Stranger Things had had their big thing this year, Season and it was, was great. Wonderful, it was great. They did a Why good job. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, as someone who was so incredibly burnt out on Disney Plus, like Marvel, Star Wars stuff, I still haven't seen Andor. I need to do it. BJ had said that the show is fantastic on last week's episode. Andor. Yeah, but one show I did enjoy on Disney Plus, and Will already mentioned it, is She Hulk. Uh, just yeah, completely. Re- you know, memes aside, completely refreshing. Uh, you know, made for our generation, kind of. Kevin Marvel comedy yeah. you know <laughs> Kevin yeah he just knows he knows us knows us so well yeah it's uh, uh Disney Plus kind of somehow retooled the the very thing they had reintroduced and they they brought in Andor and She-Hulk to kind of like throw a wrench in the system that they had established and uh both shows have were I haven't finished either but both have been very entertaining definitely in the top 10 already for sure for sure all right Damn, good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Really good TV last year. Late last year. Well, last year did have Succession Season 2, so. True. Hard for me to say. In any case, we now move on to the best movie of 2022. We're getting the the two-month jump on the award season, Golden Globes Academy. Y'all can piss off. It's the (laughs) raddies now. We're talking the best movies that we've seen in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um... Do you want to keep the serious, swear to God? (laughs) (laughs) Do you all want to uh, keep the same order, Will? No, I don't want to go first every time. I want someone else to go first this time. (laughs) That's fine. I'll go first. Tyler. Just really quick. Black Adam. Black Adam. Come on, guys. (laughs) 
we're changing the hierarchy of the DC. I universe. was just thinking about how the hierarchy of the DC universe was kind of stale. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, talk about really understanding its millennial audience. No, I'm just kidding. My, my, um, it's predictable. I'm giving it to nope. Jordan Peele. Oh um, yeah. I oh, mean, interesting. Uh, oh come on. You, I'm a huge fan of alien invasion films, and this is like firmly planted itself yeah, up there with signs. Yeah. With um, Arrival. Jaws. Uh, well, Jaws not alien invasion, but it is definitely right, a parallel like, to Jaws. I, I get like a creature feature. We don't know it's not an alien invasion movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We don't know Jaws is not. An we alien. just know it's a horse sucking movie, which I've only seen other <laughs> one other one of those, and it was not like nope at all. Equus. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, who, so Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yoon, Brandon Praya. Again, we're getting the USA Network Award here as well. Uh, characters supremely welcome in this film. <laughs> Jean Jacket's design from literally inside out was in- equally terrifying as it was graceful. Uh, there are scenes that just stick to my mind, like the uh, inside of the farmhouse at night with the blood running down, as well as all the farm equipment and other viscera. Uh, the cowboy town stage with the woman with the face that's all ripped off and the, you know, Jean Jacket flying in, as well as the television set with Gordy the Chimp. Just such a great, great film. Uh, really solid, thrilling film. Um, of course, it's getting my uh, my ratty this year. Uh, we did a really good. Uh, I really enjoyed our episode of it uh, that, that we did covering it. Um, runner ups. Well, I'm going to let you guys go. I don't want to be like, oh, my runner up is this film and that's your favorite. So I'm going uh, to back off and, and let you guys do your, right. your favorite. Well, should we all give our should we all give our number one? And then, and then we go runner ups after that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Um, my number one, I, you know, thought real long and hard about it. You know, saw several <laughs> movies afterward and thought maybe this could be it. And there are several movies that like really did almost talk up to it. But is it tar? No. It's, oh, okay. Uh, it's everything everywhere all at once. Oh, okay. It's, you know, I have, I did not see, I haven't seen a more inventive, creative, fun, heart wrenching, uh, just wonderful movie. It truly like, um, awesome movie like awe-inspiring movie as i did with everything everywhere the daniels topped themselves like you know swiss army man was my favorite movie of like 2016 when that came out and everything everywhere just it was so much it was wonderful it was brilliantly done i think it's the first movie a24 is going to put out there for the award circuit which extremely well deserved he will Ki Hoi Kwan is uh, extremely deserving for best supporting, and Michelle Yeoh is extremely de- deserving for best uh, uh, leading actress. She got it's person times person of the year, didn't she? Icon of the year. Icon of the year. I forgot they split that up. Yeah, um, but it's person just a. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Sorry, Will. It's a, a a wonderful movie about you know just doing taxes and <laughs> the wild things that can ensue. Um, but you know when it and it it. it it, 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 it combines like martial arts, great writing, wild characters, wild stunts and situations. It was I left the theater just feeling better about life and myself and, uh, and relationships to, you have with people I'm, relationships like uh, it was it was truly a, 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 a earth shattering movie. It was fantastic. An absolutely extraordinary movie. And I get you know, a little footnote here. I understand a lot of more rabid fans of that movie are getting real bad and real angry and real uh, rabid about uh, it not appearing on like top 10 lists. Uh, listen to the director, Daniel Kwan. Uh, 
you know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's just basically said, like, hey, you know, those lists are subjective. This is supposed to be subjective. If the movie connected with you, great. Uh, but if it connected you to the point where you forget the message and just like, oh, I'm going to get mad at everyone, you whiffed over your head. So mm-hmm. I don't care if, you know, you don't like this movie. It's not for you. Fine. I, you know, it became something really special to me. Um, and it, it, yeah, a truly wonderful movie. I caught a minute of it earlier today. It's on Showtime now. Um, and it was just like a little bit of just seeing everything again early on is, it's just a wonderful movie. It's, and there's so many things to say, uh, about how wonderful it is. And just like all the stunts were done by like these guys who, uh, we're doing Kung Fu stunts on YouTube and the Daniels found, and they just were just like, yeah, do you want to do stunts in the movie? And they did. And it was, you know, hilarious and it was so much fun to watch. Um, but yeah, nothing else came out compared to everything everywhere. And I don't think anything ever will. I think it's a wholly individual movie. Great. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a tough one for me. That, that one's incredibly up there as well. Yeah. Great film. It's funny. You mentioned jaws. In, in Tyler's, because mine is also very reminiscent of Jaws. It is Beast, the 2022 film starring Idris Elba, where it takes place in a uh, jeep, and a lion that. is That's chasing metal. him. Uh, I, I am one of 11 people who saw this movie, and it was the best <laughs> movie this year. No, it wasn't good. I didn't you even Okay, I was... I was <laughs> movie of the year. <laughs> the, the rest of the episode was going on a, tif- a, a different trajectory, if that was it. <laughs> I was going to learn a lot about Will in that moment. Like, All right, I'll watch it. It Man, looks like I a fun think... movie. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably kind watch of. it at some point. I mean, it's just like Idris Elba punches a lion. Exactly. Okay. You know, it's like Jaws, except what if Jaws, you could just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> what if Jaws, but I can just get in my Jeep and drive away. Jaws with lower stakes. <laughs> yeah. On Peacock. Well, I guess no. Nope. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, uh, I mean, real quick, I think I, I, I had to retroactively give a ratty last year, so I, I would like to reiterate that last year's ratty I'd given to Dune, uh, and then mm. I saw uh, I saw uh, Licorice Pizza in January. Oh, yeah. So I saw it this year, but technically it supersedes last year's ratty. Uh, okay. But, but my ratty is uh, for Glass Onion, or Glunion. Oh. Yeah. Uh, definitely not the most thought-provoking or anything, but by far and away the most fun movie this year. Uh, nice. Just just a hoot and a half. We talked about it a lot recently, but Ryan Johnson needs to make these movies forever with Daniel Craig. My one complaint is that uh, originally uh, Daniel Craig was supposed to have a different accent in every installment, and they should have. They should have. They should have given him a stupid, goofy <laughs> accent in every one that's different. But a small nitpick for a movie that surpassed the first one in my opinion and soon you will be able to watch it at your home for free on netflix uh for free if you steal netflix um as you all should Mm -hmm. uh yeah best cameos best just just most fun most fun and then second most fun can i do my runners up now yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah cool is uh runner ups the northman yeah Uh, oh my too cool yeah again not a thinker just a dude being a badass (laughs) It's got a sword fight in a volcano. It's like yeah. it's it's hard to it's hard to beat that. Glass <laughs> Onion does, but it was it was it was tough. Yep, Northman uh, as well. My runner-up is similar to the Northman, um, Tar. but it's more North Woman, and she is still badass, but <laughs> more problematically, yeah, it's Tar. Oh uh, my god, 
It's y'all. You need to see it. You'll, you'll <laughs> see it. And you'll understand why. It's. I saw someone it's say there hours. will be blood. It's. I saw someone say it's there will be blood, but Daniel Plainview as a woman, and it's exactly that. It's. Uh, Kate Blanchett puts on an unbelievable performance. The story is incredible. Um, really like quiet and subdued, but it's absolutely exquisitely done. Uh, really interesting. puts a lot of puts up a lot of points about you know cancel culture. And the sort of like what? world we're living, in. yeah. It, 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 you have to see the movie. I'm telling you, it's it's like you'll watch it. You're like, oh shit, um, it's wonderfully done. Um, I imagine there's only one more movie that could supersede this post Raddies. Um, and if it happens, we're I think we're gonna watch it in a couple days. It's called After Sun. We'll see. Um, but Tar, the Avatar, yeah, the, the other Tar movie, Avatar. <laughs> um. But Tar, no, we're not talking about Avatar. We're just talking about Tar. Uh, in, just a fantastic movie. I hope it goes down in the annals of just like incredible character Ugh. study. Kate Blanchett is <laughs> wonderful. Y'all will see it and you'll be like, okay, yeah, it's not that bad. Um, you just, you know, it, it's, <laughs> a, it's a long pitch. one. <laughs> it's a long one. But I think y'all will see it. You'll enjoy it. You'll see um, it and mildly enjoy it. <laughs> and it's got, you'll more than mildly enjoy it. I guarantee it. Not to mention the uh, punchline of the movie. Uh, for two hours and 40 minutes, you watch, you know, uh, uh, Lydia Tarr's career just like go up and down so violently. And then the punchline of the movie is just, it's beautiful. It's a living. Like, yeah, pretty much. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Tars okay. is wonderful. I'll, I'll take a word I'll, for that one. I, I did. I did go try and rent Confess Fletch last night, and it was not available in my local video store yet. So I oh. we may have to. We'll have to put out two addendums: one for Confess Fletch and one for Avatar Two: The Way of the Water. When we all and, change our ratings. And after Sun. Confess Both Fletch places. is fun. I think I, I put Confess Fletch uh, as my 19th favorite movie of the year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's nice. It's a long shot. It's a dark horse for getting any ratty. And it's no Glass Onion, it's no Batman, it's no Northman, it's no Nope, it's no Banshees, it's no Wonder, it's no Prey, it's no Birdie, it's no... Uh, a lot of good movies this year. A lot of really good movies! Barbarian? There's a Chip and Dale movie that fucking whipped. <laughs> what? That's mine for best anime. <laughs> Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers was so much fun. Oh, I think you're talking about the Chip and Dale series. Oh, I'm not talking uh, about the Chip and Pole. Kumail. Sorry, Kumail. <laughs> Yeah, Kingo. Yeah. <laughs> have y'all seen the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special yet? No, no. It's pretty fun. It's like thirty minutes long. I heard uh, it's nice. It's it's nice. It's just it's just an excuse for James Gunn to make a playlist of gotcha. yeah. vaguely Christmas rock songs. But mm. at one point, they walk past a restaurant in like L.A. called Kingo's that has Kumail's face <laughs> on it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Fully embraced it. Uh, this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, I hope that they never make another one of those movies again. But Kingo is just made to be just the laughing stock of this universe for years to come. Was Eternals this year? No, <laughs> no. Eternals. Thor: Love and Thunder was this year, and that that movie oh, fucking shit, that's bottom of my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, Love and Thunder and Elvis. Awful. It was called Love and Thunder and Elvis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Love Thunder and Elvis. I hate those movies. Beast was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no one's all right so now we move on no one's seen beast but did you guys also know that there's a romance movie that came out where idris elba played a genie oh, yes yeah, a thousand years of longing okay. directed by, did know. yeah directed by george miller who did like mad max mad max, mad max wow. fury road and babe and did babe any marketing uh, lost in the city and wow. happy feet he actually um, didn't direct babe one 
Oh, I thought he did. Uh, I believe. Hang on, Babe. No, one. Steven Spielberg. I think Babe one is Chris Columbus. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't think that's true. It's Shane. Black. Chris. Chris Noonan. Chris Noonan. Either way, George Miller, incredible range. I still really want to see a Thousand Years Years of Longing. It looks like a blast. Do you? He wrote Babe one. But he did not. Yeah. Direct it. I heard it was pretty by good. George Miller. Like Tyler, like if if you see Mad Max Fury Road, have you seen yeah. Mad Max Fury Road? Of course. Fa- Why would you want to see film? the very next thing that director does? Because it's like it looks like a romance between an old it's lady a and, a, and a genie. It might be a romance, but it's still. Yeah, he'd, okay. He's he's batting the thousand. Mad Max, Babe, Happy Feet. Uh, you can't <laughs> go wrong with those. It's no, you are Rosa coming out. Yeah. I'll just this this movie looks a little interesting. I think I'd see Tar before I see this this uh You should do Genie that. film. Oh boy, this one's this is gonna be a lot. <laughs> Our favorite album of twenty twenty two. Very interesting to see what y'all have for this one. Yeah. But I honestly uh, think mine's gonna be the same as both of yours. I think we all have the same. I don't Yeah. Da na 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 da na 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 da na 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 twenty five or six to four. Twenty five or six to four. <laughs> <laughs> 52 years running, the best song. <laughs> every year, the Grammys nominate other songs that are not 25 or 6 to 4. And every year, they are Waiting wrong. For the break of day. <laughs> best, song ever best song ever written. Ready of the year. <laughs> yeah. I'll go first on this one uh, because I, I feel like I talked about it a lot at the top of the year because it came out in February. Um, and I've listened to it. Wow, and it lasted all the way till now. Lasted all the way till the year. Because I feel no other album had an effect on me as much as this record. And um, uh, without getting too personal, it, you know, I feel very strongly about this record. Mm. And it is Black Country, New Roads, Ants from Up There. It is uh, their sophomore record um, released shortly after the uh, uh, their vocalist, Isaac Wood, left. Um so the songs won't be performed live at any, any like ever again, but the album is, uh, I hold extremely special to myself. I feel like it, it was along with everything everywhere. Like it came along at a perfect time where it kind of affirmed a lot of feelings and also like got me to examine a lot of things about my life and my relationships. And, um, it's a, a beautiful, you know, sort of post rock indie sort of record, um that is full of a lot of heart a lot of hurt um a lot of beautiful instrumentation fantastic lyrics maybe the saddest song ever written um <laughs> and it's just it's a gorgeous the record, record. The it's, Fitzgerald? Got, it's got yeah <laughs> it's Lately. got that moment that i look forward in, in all of my like albums of the year of just like if i can hear the first like four or five seconds of the album and be immediately immersed into, you know, something that I truly love. It's, it's there and ants from up there takes it without like the introduction and to chaos space Marine. It, it just takes it without a doubt. Um, I'll get to my runner up later, which also like runner up is like a 9.9. If this is a 10, this is a 9.9 repeating. Like I know what your runner up is. I don't think any of us are going to say it because it's too long. No, <laughs> no, I don't think any of us have your runner up. I think I think I know what it is though. Yeah, I was gonna say you can go ahead and say it, but oh yeah, all right. My runner up is Dragon New Worm Mountain. I believe in you by Big Thief. Um, oh, <laughs> that's yeah. what I, was gonna guess. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be uh, the Hellfire. No, actually, interesting. The new, the new Black Mini record. I you know, keen listeners will remember I gave Cavalcade my album of the year last year, um, but Hellfire came along this year, and while I very much enjoyed it. Uh, it was not 
it you know the lyrics the stories were a lot of fun but like i i didn't really connect with it as much as did cavalcade and my run up this year dragon Neuro mountain by big thief uh it was it's big thieves essential like it's their white album like it's you know several dozen tracks uh spanning sort of different influences um and it's a, a just a gorgeous record we peyton and i saw big thief in paris and it was a really special show they played a lot of the songs live um and you know big thief they I, that really cemented them as like a band i need to see they're really important for like a little like folk alternative indie band from brooklyn they, I think they're doing a lot of really special things. Uh, Adrian Lanker's songwriting is really cutting and really just poignant, and the music and it, it's a really gorgeous record, um, and it means a lot to me. And honestly, uh, you know, come twenty twenty three, come uh, the wedding that I'm now involved in, uh, that I, I can't wait to. Uh, it's gonna be Dragon Newer Mountain inspired. It's it's very folksy and very fun. Um, oh great! Yeah, uh, drinking absinthe. Come to, yeah, <laughs> Big Thief is going to mean a lot to me, um, and which is strange, you know, given that Master Thief Will Far is on the show. But uh, ah. uh, yeah, but Big Thief is uh, their new album is is something really pretty, really beautiful. And if you haven't heard it yet, just throw it on. I'm like a cloudy afternoon. If you're just you know feeling kind of tranquil or need to like mellow out, throw it on. It's I think you'll find it really pretty. Will Will said absinthe, but you know what? Actually, what drink actually does go really well with a very folksy wedding. That's going to get people lit is hard cider is good, uh, but I'm talking about. um, Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry. um, What's the the, like illegal stuff like moonshine uh, moonshine? There you go. (laughs) We had moonshine at the last wedding that I went to and there were no survivors. (laughs) 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 Uh, Despite. Having moonshine there, Kofefe. <laughs> Mrs. Obama, it's been an honor. <laughs> Soda! <laughs> Sean talked about an album that meant a lot to him and was very important. So I'm going to follow this up by saying this is an album that is dumb. Uh, Yay! You're going to laugh, but I went through the list of albums this year. This is the album I've probably gotten the most enjoyment out of. Uh, and King Gizzard is my lock every year. <laughs> uh which one? I, I, we'll get into that later in case Tyler brought it. Okay. But, um, mm. but I, I didn't want to give it to King Gizzard because they put out too many albums this year, every year. And they, they basically cheat at the Raddies because they're my favorite <laughs> band and they put out four albums a year. So they're, yeah. they're really juicing the numbers. So I'm going to give my <laughs> album of the year to Marvelous by Young Gravy. The album yeah! I absolutely <laughs> played the most. Um, Amazing. The most fun. I need to hear this. <laughs> the most fun. Uh. I don't know, comedy album, kind of. Oh yeah, like, sure. it's it's not. I wouldn't call it like it's not like you know like a what's it, it was like a comedy music like Stephen Lynch or a comedy musician, mm-hmm. uh, or, or like Dimitri Martin. But it's like I don't know, just very self aware kind of like. Yeah. I guess Lil Dicky is for the closest thing to him, maybe. Sure. Uh, yeah, all the songs of that album, "Say La Vie," "Bussin'," uh, <laughs> <laughs> just great. You've heard a lot of them on TikTok, probably. They're kind mm-hmm. of made for that. Um, the samples are great. The samples never going to give you up. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Stepping on the beat, which I'm pretty sure samples SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, sure, sounds uh, like it. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, Betty's the one that everyone everyone knows. Uh, Mrs. Worldwide's great. Say la vie. Uh, mm. Soiree. Uh, just just dumb 
like party rap songs that are mm-hmm. are so fun and so much better than Macklemore, which is kind of <laughs> the last like, <laughs> oh, isn't this funny? Like he's he's rapping about saving money at the thrift store and the rest of the album's like, I thought I was gay when I was nine. <laughs> 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 this isn't nearly as fun. Um, also kind of reductive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Young Gravy's great. He just looks like a, a kid who accidentally found a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> he does, truly. And the fact that he took that TikTok star's mom to the like the Grammys or something like no the MTV Music Awards mm-hmm. just amazing, amazing. I gotta listen to this because I, I I've apart from the one uh, Young Gravy song that y'all uh, brought early on uh, Young Gravity, yeah, No Gravity. Apart from that, and feeling like oh yeah, that's pretty vibey, uh, I have just pretty much like written him off, just like that's eh, not for me. But you know. Now that he's a, he's a ratty award-winning artist. Now he's a ratty award-winning artist. He's friends of Blooper, the Braves mascot. I, I got to <laughs> check him out. It sounds like uh, if I could vibe along to like a non, like, you know, this guy doing his thing, maybe I can do I can uh, enjoy it. Yeah, both Will and Blooper, your two closest friends, I like wish. this artist. Surely you. <laughs> Some great lyrics. Timepiece, pink face, bussin'. Chimichurri on a steak, bussin'. And when I'm with your bay, bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> those are all true statements too yeah like he's, he's he's saying it like it is and you were talking about how that was like sean's a super emotional those those are pretty you know those it hit me at a good time in my life when i heard him say little mama, <laughs> little mama suck it up like she kirby horse in the whip like kentucky derby i was damn just i, I needed to hear that <laughs> i got a month to put this wedding playlist together so i should listen to this soon just in case i want to throw out a couple young gravy tracks on the list Oh, great, we got cheese. Call that poutine is a great lyric. I don't care who <laughs> you are. That's great. Uh, well, like Will in the first uh, ratty here, I'm I'm kind of bending the rules in my album of the year because it's not an album; it's an EP. Uh, as my favorite, mm. and it's Fearless Flyers Three. Oh boy, which is a <laughs> Wolfpack side project. Mm. It came out back in March. Uh, for those who don't know. Um, Fearless Flyers is made up of Joe Dart, the bassist for Volpec, one of the best uh, bass players in the world. Corey Wong, who's a guitarist for Volpec, and he's also a solo artist. Matt Lettieri, who's a guitarist from the band Snarky Puppy, uh, as well mm. as a solo musician. And Nate Smith, who is one of my favorite drummers of all time um, and a solo musician as well, created a fantastic little EP this year. They usually drop a pro- project every year. Um, but this one was just a great jazz funk uh, st- it stands on its own from Wolfpack, but it does kind of have that Wolfpack vibe of just being really uh, tight, funky, clean sounding, uh, just a good time. It's got a song on it called Three Basses, where three of them play bass guitar uh, in trio form uh, with the drum drummer still playing. Uh, and they do a great cover of Reeling in the Years on this uh, EP as well. So um, great funky time, chill vibes. Uh, it's, it's my uh, EP of the year, I'll say. That really in the years cover, so I went through all the Fearless Flyers recently. Oh, Except, very good. Yeah. yeah. My, they're great. I mean, same with Volpec. They're just great artists on their own who come together and put out a masterpiece. It's an great. underrated underrated song they have is their cover of Under the Sea. It's a fantastic It's cover. so good. <laughs> yeah. the car. Like, Better than any like, cover on any like Disney compilation that yeah. put out. <laughs> uh, just great. It's all instrumental. If if, if anybody listening is, is unfamiliar, um, but that's that's a plus in my opinion. It's, I it's good for the vibes. On. I know I would enjoy these guys. A lot oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're jam adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Funk yeah. adjacent. So if 
we could real quick uh, before getting, you know, finishing up the episode. Will, yeah. what was your, uh, since I think we've like three or four varieties in the books, King Gizzard has released our favorite album of the year. So, you know, since we've set them aside, what was your favorite release from Key Giz this year? Uh, Omnium Gatherium, I think Ooh. is my favorite. I think it doesn't have, I think it's not as consistently good as some of the other ones. Mm. Like the other ones are a little more cohesive because it kind of feels like a, a compilation of, of a bunch of stuff. But the transition to Gaia, like the, the highs on that one are, are just, and then the Dripping Tap, I think is the best song of the year. Yeah, that was my most listened to song of the year. Uh, Dripping Tap, and then it was most of Ansem up there after that. Um, but yeah, Dripping Tap was a, a, a beautiful song. It's impressive when your most played song is 18 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, listen to that, to, like, I think, over 20 times this year. Like 25, 26 times. Those are rookie um, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm going to say mine was uh, out of their October 2022 releases. Mine was Ice Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms, and Lava. That's uh, probably the second best one, yeah, to me. It's it's their, their jammiest. It's their most exploratory. Uh, their lyrics are fantastic. I think Hell's Itch is one of the best songs they've written in a long time. I feel like the album as a whole is the best, the most like enjoyable the band has been since writing like Polygon to Wanna Land back in 2017. Um I it's just an absolute blast of a record, but you know, that's not to say anything against changes or laminated denim, both of which are very fun to throw in as well. There was a new real life album this year too, but I think, Oh yeah. The radar, which is pretty good. I'll, I'll count that in as the King gizzard. Cause it's tap, tap yeah. of them. It, yeah. It's ambient cookie. Um, but yeah, King is They're They're just growing, amassing more of a following. And like, you know, last year I was, you know, just talking with like at the record store, just like talking with like high schoolers and like younger people, my age, just like, Oh man, you should listen to this band. I was like, Oh, I do. That's great. Aren't they like fantastic? Like, yeah. I'll see you at shaky knees. And as the year 2022 progressed, it was, it turned into like talking to a lot of older guys of like, man, these guys are great. Right. <laughs> like I can afford these tickets, but you sure can, huh? And uh, <laughs> it got a little, <laughs> I got a little yeah. gatekeepy when it came to uh, Kink is, but you know, uh, I, I look forward to more and more of what they do and how they uh, progress as a band. Um, I hope the, the the hundred people that get to see them in that cave show have fun. <laughs> yeah, Damn. yeah, sold out immediately <laughs> in <laughs> seconds. I think it sold out twenty twenty two twenty minutes before it started because people were wow. having, people were having a hard time like getting in like at oh 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 oh, and they were like, yeah, it said sold out, and it was like fifteen minutes beforehand. <laughs> Dang. it's yeah it's this year was a, a year of just like you know i'm trying to get into like cultural or you know news segments but like if you're trying to get concert tickets this year yeah. god be with you yeah, man. Don't unless you were a, a bot or a scalper it was gonna be or a capital one member it's gonna be tough for you yeah there's your problem yeah uh two more albums i do want to shout out kenny oh, yeah. lamar's Please. mr Merrill and the big stepper uh was mm. great a great album no i mean I, I, I like the earlier Kendrick better, but I still think that that was a very solid album. Another yeah. solid album that came out this year, Denzel Curry's uh, Melt My Eyes, See Your Vision. Um, great album. That was my favorite hip-hop album I heard this year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Denzel's, yeah, he's an incredible talent. I usually have like a favorite metal section, uh, but I really listened to a lot of metal this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Chat Pile from Oklahoma, they had their album called God's Country which uh, was really, really good that, you know, it's the album that ended with the 12 minute track, uh, Grim is smoking weed. JPEG. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best March of the year. Really sure. like <laughs> it wasn't metal in the, you know, like, Ooh, fantasy and wizards and uh, existentialism. Ooh, mm-hmm. it was more metal. And like, we live in a, a, a 
desolate urban area and there are people living outside and i mean like chat pile is literally uh, uh i think it's like a a uh, a detritus pile of like leftover like industrial material that covers like a part of Oklahoma. Um, so it was very just industrial and just like depressing, but a great record on its own. If I could give one more ratty, it's the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which is all on HBO Max now. <laughs> I've been going through it. I think it's the. Hasn't it always been? Yeah, but I just, just found it on there and just the best show. Just the best show. I just watched the one when they went to the mall. And it's every blame, episode blame. has three or four laugh out loud jokes. Uh, they don't make them like this anymore, folks. Beautiful. They can't. Cool. You can't make Foster's Home Imaginary Friends today. They're, they are making a reboot aimed at young children. Aww. That's sweet. They made but... it political. <laughs> if, if it's aimed at young children, then there won't be any seventh graders out there to develop a weird crush on Frankie like I did. She, she still got it. <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm just you, like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> if you liked Frankie as a 12 year old, may I introduce you to Makima? And folks, <laughs> that'll bring us into part two of the Raddies. Next week, yeah. I That's have been right. your host, Sean, as always. You can find me on, on, on Twitter, that Sean Barry, and everywhere else, Sean M. Barry. I've been your Hollywood tastemaker, Will. You can find me at Will from mm. online. Uh, and I'm, I've just been Tyler. You can find me online at uh, Tyler from Radish. Um, do you want to say, listen to The Pallies, the uh, award show before the award show uh, that we uh, released last week with the folks from The Best Pals. Um, great episode. Listen to that. And go to our Discord at IndieSource.com slash Discord to vote in our Ready survey uh, to where uh, Will's going to announce the results in the next episode. So thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.